0: Everybody and welcome to the jungle. We've got fun and games. This is the Two Smoker Microphones podcast. My name's Connor. My name's Harry. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, today we're, we're talking this talking. It's bonus. It's bonus time.
1: Bonus, bonus it's, it's, time. It's a,
0: cra- it's a crash bandicoot bonus round. Wow. Um, we're gonna oh, see gosh. how many boxes we can crush. No, it's 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 media. We. Oh no! I knocked my mic. That will sound fun. Um. <laughs> It's media we consumed in the last, uh, I, I can't really November 30, 30 days, because it's been more.
1: Media we consumed in November. Um, Yeah, as always, we do this every month. We tell you stuff we've watched and listened to, and um, Connor usually
0: watches and listens to
1: a lot more than I do.
0: Oh yeah, um, I've got 200 things. Um,
1: I have four. So. Oh. <laughs> um,
0: well, I'll go first because that's how we do this. Yes. <laughs> um, I listened to two albums first off. Uh, one album by, by Slash, the uh, the guitarist of Guns N' Roses. Headed nice. my intro. Yep. Um, it's his fourth album. It is titled Four. Just the number four. Okay. Nice. Uh, features Miles Kennedy from the band Alter Bridge. Um, it's all right. Just another Slash album, I like his stuff He's good. He's a good riff writer But yeah, yeah. it was just an album <laughs> That's fair um, And then I listened to another album by a band called Battle Beast Which I think was power metal, I can't really remember now But it was alright, it was good Again, Battle I Beast. gave that one memorable actually Because I was like, eh, "This stands out, this is pretty cool But yeah, those are albums um, <laughs> I... any, any music from your end?
1: I haven't got music But I have listened to
0: Some stuff this month but the new Pokemon it... games came out, and I know the I know the song Ed Sheeran did already came out before then. But <laughs> so I think I can include this under. this. I think I've included it under
1: this bit before. But I listened to some. Um, I got myself some new Big Finish audio dramas. So uh, Connor knows all about this, but for those who don't know, Big Finish are a company that specialise in well audio drama, and That's they the do special. a lot of Doctor Who um, <laughs> audio drama. So, because um, I'm a nerd.
0: But, um, I, like, I like how you didn't respond to what I said. What did you say? I didn't hear what you said. What were you saying? I said masturbation because oh, big finish. <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
1: um, so, some stuff. I really, so, they've done stuff with doctors uh, 1 through 8. Um, and then, very recently, they've been stuck for the past couple of years. They started doing uh, David Tennant's 10th Doctor came onto it um, and has been doing really well. And then, Christopher Eccleston has now jumped onto it and he's doing uh, some audio dramas as well. So, um, this month I listened to two box sets. One of them was The Ninth Doctor Adventures, box set three, season two, and it was called um Hidden Depths. Um, that was a really good one. I mean Christopher Eccleson uh I mean i mean, he was always great as the Doctor. He was never um even though he only had one series, uh, I always loved him.
0: Yeah, he was never a bad he was never a bad doctor.
1: Nah, so there's there's one want to get I want to get my facts right before I go there was this and there was that here is um so you had one set on titan um and it's kind of the doctor against the sea devils Um, fantasy's home planet yes fantasy's home planet correct cool there was one um set in 1864 where the doctor had to kind of go against um can't remember the name of these aliens now but it was It was very much the Doctor trying to blend into the time he was stuck in and everyone thought he was like this operatic singer when he actually was just trying to stop an alien invasion. And there was another one called Flatpak, which was my favourite one, which was um, a very classic Doctor Who kind of episode, where the people that walk into this big kind of IKEA-like store called Flatpak never leave, um, and the Doctor meets some past companions there by accident and they have to try and sort it out and escape. Um, But they, they range about they're about 60 minutes an episode um that's the usual kind of length for the ones I, I usually pick and they're always really good fun um so i listened to that and i also got another box set um which was the 11th doctor chronicles and it's called geronimo and it's a guy called jacob dubman playing the doctor um and these, these are going to be like three box sets over the course of the next year. And it's going to consist of about twelve episodes. So, it's, and it has like a big overall series arc, and the, the con- it's full cast as well. But the concept for this is the Doctor um, has just lost Amy and Rory, and he's just lost um, Oswin Oswald after um, no, sorry, Clara Oswin Oswald after the Snowmen, and now he knows that she's out there somewhere. So he's trying to find her, and he's as he's trying to find her, he meets this girl called Valerie, who's who offers to help. Um, but yeah, it was really good fun. I've really enjoyed them. Some personal if you want some recommendations for those jumping on, um, I'd also give uh Dalek Universe a shout. That's a three box sets. It's nine episodes with David Tennant. Um and he's sucked into a into a into in the middle of the time war basically, when he shouldn't be there and he loses his TARDIS and he has to try and figure out over nine episodes how to get what's going on and how to escape. Um but, yeah, so I'd highly recommend those. I've recommended them to Connor loads of times. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my that's my listening to for this month.
0: You're going to make me sound bad there because you, you talked to me about them, really. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't no, say you'd really it. recommend them to me.
1: <laughs> no, that was the other part I was meant to say. Sorry, that was... I did paint about like I've always spoke to him about them and always gone. I'll give you my login details so you can like because you can go on the website and download them off the website as well once you've paid for them. Um, And I've just never given him my login details,
0: so it is more my fault. Um, Also, I mean, I wouldn't. I'll be be honest. I probably wouldn't listen to
1: him. (laughs) No, that's fair. I do think I do. into it. I wasn't that into it before I started. I think the first one I listened to was um when they announced david tennant and Catherine tate to do a box set back in 2016 um because i've been really I've, I've on the app you can kind of put them in in a custom order but yeah. i've got them in the order of the date i've purchased them so i've gone right back to the beginning they do Torchwood adventures as well um but i've gone right back to the beginning of the doctor who ones i've brought and i'm listening through from like 2016 um but I do think you'd enjoy it. But then again, I know it's not everyone's um, cup of tea. So, um, yeah. So, sorry, yeah, that's my... That's my I've never listen. really
0: done audio storytelling. Like, there's things that have intrigued me. Like, I listen to podcasts, but never, like, a, an audio book. I haven't done an audio book or anything like that. Or a, uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, There's well, been maybe... a couple where they've seen them. Like, there was that Wolverine one that, they, that Marvel did. Yeah. Where well, they had Richard Armitage playing Wolverine.
1: Well, I'll download you, like, one... I didn't one... listen to it, but I remember. I'll download you, like, one episode of, like, just a random episode of, like, one with David Tennant, for example, that I really enjoyed. And I'll send it to you for email, and then whenever you get some time, you can listen to it. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't.
0: I know that... I don't know when I'm going to do it. I know I want to listen to the audiobooks of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want to re- read them, but I'm not going to, so I'd just listen to them. Read to me by Andy Circus.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be. I tried. I've read. I've read Lord of the Rings, and I started to. I read before I read Lord of the Rings. I started by listening to him for audiobook, but it was before Andy Circus did his um, audiobooks. Yeah. Um. And the guy that was reading them just kept sending me to sleep. So I might go and do the Hobbit, but with Andy Circus, because I feel like that'd be.
0: Yeah, you've got to like who's reading to you as well. You're like you can't just be like, oh.
1: Oh yeah, I just feel like I feel like it'd be so. Having Gollum read it to you is fucking great, like... I
0: remember, I, um... A while, this is ages ago. Well, I say ages ago. I don't know how long ago it would have actually been. But I once, on LimeWire, downloaded um part of the audiobook for um Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. How oh, did you actually? I don't know how I managed to do that, but I did.
1: <laughs> I do I do like the fact you're like, ages ago, not ages ago, and then you say, LimeWire.
0: No, but, like, because... <laughs> Half life, no, because I, when I said I was, because well, when I first said it ages ago, I was thinking back to when I was. Um, I th- I thought I did it at my dad's house, but I couldn't have because oh, I okay, think I stopped yeah. seeing my dad by then. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I would have been at my own house, and I was like, oh, that can't be that. I mean, it is still pro- over ten years ago, but you know what I mean, <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, I get you. I get you.
0: <laughs> That's a lime wire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as
1: soon as you as soon as you said lime wire, I was like, Fucking hell love like, Even... it.
0: Lime wire like come back and it's like we're we're doing NFTs now. <laughs> it's like, Oh god, no. I've,
1: I feel like I feel like I remember seeing a lot of like, Oh my god, he's back and then like I saw it once for one day it and then after add that, that. Like, there was nothing.
0: They didn't advert, it was like it's like like doing like, Oh, you remember you remember using lime wire? Well now it's for NFTs. <laughs> Is that RC or the worst?
1: Okay. Um But yeah, I'll send you I'll send you a um an episode with David Tennant or an episode with Chris Eccleston and just so you've got it in your inbox if you have a fancy trying one out. Um Yeah. And then if you end up liking it and you're like, Oh you know what, I'll give a, a few more I'll go, I'll give you my details. No, and you've already not...
0: give, you've already given me too many of your interests. <laughs> and you've taken none of mine, so
1: Connor, <laughs> Connor, try this podcast. I think you'll like it.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I was thinking about it. With The Weekly Planet, it was more... Um, you used to just put it on when we were sitting in your room sometimes. Yeah, and I, and I, think, I,
1: like, I think I helped it,
0: introduce you to it through the commentaries as well. It was that in the commentaries, yeah. And when it came to the podcast, it was more I wanted something to listen to when I was at work. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I guess this is like my kind of thing. I like, li- I mean, I, by that time, I think I'd already been watching the videos on YouTube. So it had been recommended me that the podcast channel. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Fine, I'll just listen to the podcast while I'm at work. And then that's what I do. And now I listen to them more than you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do try and listen to them as often as I can and I've got them all queued up and all that stuff. It's just,
0: Oh, I'm first thing on a Monday. As soon as I get home from work, I'm like new podcast. Here we go.
1: Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a lot. And well, once on. you
0: fall behind on something, you just find it hard to catch up again. Yeah, it's you need, like it's, a day where you're going to just sit there and just listen to it all while doing something else, and it's literally just so, it's literally just that, and
1: it's just, and I mean, as Connor knows. There's just just so much going on, especially in the build up to Christmas. So I, I just, it's usually this time every year, I always fall behind quite a lot, um, and then I just maybe... take.
0: So it's also maybe one of those things and maybe you just jump on at the next episode rather than going, trying to listen to all the ones you've missed.
1: Yeah, I might try that tomorrow, to be fair. I might just do the new one and then go back and do the old ones in, in between
0: the new ones. Don't do last week, so because they did Glass Onion.
1: <laughs> oh, do they really?
0: Yeah, so I've watched it. I've listened to it up until they start their review and I'm like, nope.
1: Yeah, I am, I am a little gutted that I missed that in cinema.
0: but Same. So I really wanted was... to go and see.
1: Yeah, it was just the week it came out. I just, I just had no fucking time.
0: It was only—it's um, well, it's their fault. They should have put it out for longer, but it's because it's going to Netflix—they don't want to. Yeah, because they're like, no, go and watch it on Netflix, and even though it would have made so much money if it had been out in the cinema, no, well, not maybe not so much because of you know everything. But no, I get what you mean though. The first one made a lot of money, and that's why they made more. That's why they paid Ryan Johnson four hundred million dollars for it. Shit. Although, there, there's a matter of like, is that money for the, is that for the budgets?
1: Is that? Yeah,
0: maybe actually. Like, that's how, apparently, I think it's like, that's for the budgets and that's for him. So. <laughs> yeah. That's why it was such a high fee they paid. You... And everyone was like, oh, because it's Ryan Johnson's original thing. He's the one that gets the money. Him and his producer are the ones that get the money for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like, that's crazy. He's kind of mad, isn't he, when you think about That's it? That's probably why Ryan Johnson's like, I don't even have to write any more Star Wars films. <laughs> like, uh, he's sitting guy. there like, why would I want to? I've got money for knives out. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like,
1: throwing the dollars in the air, like,
0: ching, 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 ching.
1: Um, but, yeah, that was my... That was audio my journey. That was my audio stuff. I'll probably have more for December. But, um, well, we'll carry on. <laughs> we do. Gaming. I mentioned...
0: I mentioned it on an episode that we've already recorded that I don't know if it won't be out yet. On our Spider-Man Two episode upcoming, I mentioned that I read Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Sorry, Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows.
1: Oh, of course, reading, yeah.
0: By Dan Slott and others. I can't remember everyone's names. I'm sorry.
1: No, that's fair. That's I'm not fair.
0: like Nick Mason of the Week of Planet who just reels off all the names of someone who wrote a comic. <laughs> I'd love to be like that. I'm like, what? I don't. I know. I know that I know. I know the names. I know, and that's that. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I don't know everybody, but I think it's because there's two versions of it as well. They did a there's a redone version of it. There's a volume two, which I never, which was like a I think it's a continuation of the universe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's set in an alternate reality, Earth uh, eighteen eleven nine. Nice. Um, in which Spider-Man and Mary John Mary Johnson, Mary Jane Watson, are married and have a daughter named Annie. Specifically Annie Mae. <laughs> Annie Mae as in Anime. Nice. <laughs> that's pretty much her name. It says on here, written by Dan Slot, Adam Cuba, Jerry Conway, Ryan Stegman, and Jody Hauser. But like I think that's including the second volumes. The first I think the first volume was only three yeah. people. Basically the Avengers are all dead and it's actually set during Secret Wars storyline.
1: Okay, okay. It's
0: like, while Secret Wars is going on, we just see this Spider-Man stuff happen, and it's like, oh no, there's been a mass breakout at Rikers, and there's villains around, and Spider-Man's like, I'm not going to help you, Avengers, against the new villain guy, I'm going to go and stop Venom from killing my family. Yeah, that's fair. And then all the Avengers die. Nice. Except for, like, Hawkeye, who goes and starts up like a new version of S.H.I.E.L.D., or carries on S.H.I.E.L.D., and there's some other heroes around, and it's like, okay, fair enough. Nice. Who else actually shows up in it? I know the Sinister Six are in it, and this basically Peter Parker gets, he's like, he's he's kind of angry. Right, okay. Like, when he, because he's like, he's fighting to defend his family, and he's like basically just beating the crap out of the Sinister Six. Nice. And everyone's like, huh, eh, Spider Man's not like that, and he's like, well, you've fucking not met this version. <laughs> yeah. So he's kind of, it's kind of almost a darker version, but he doesn't, I don't think he kills anyone. Good. Um,. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Mockingbird and Prowler are in it. Oh, nice. Sandman oh, nice. is a good guy in it. There's only five issues as well, so it's you know,
1: it's quite a nice read. Yeah, it
0: was just a, and it is. Um, I think. Yeah, I don't know. there's no like Secret Warsy stuff that happens in it, but like, yeah, it's set during that period, and they just did a, like an alternate thing. Oh nice! I don't think it was incredibly well received because it is very short and there's not enough time to read really. The villain's not really set up; he's just there, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, but I can't even remember who the villain was now. But anyway, it was alright. I, I I liked it, but yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Do you read anything else?
0: No, just that. I've been reading a little bit of um, a little bit more of Star Wars: Lords of the Sith. But I'm like five chapters in. So fair, yeah. And I started I... It like three months ago, so <laughs> no. <laughs> I and read... I, that's, oh. It's this month, but I've not finished it, so I can just say it anyway, and I started reading Batman Hush.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Because I've been wanting to for a while, and I've had it for a while now. Well, I Are, it, uh, you... I think Are you enjoying minutes. it? I think I'm, like, three issues in, and it's, already like, it's one of those ones where it's like, who's this mysterious new villain? And there's this new character we're introducing, and it's like, it's obviously this character is Hush. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I already yeah. know that character's Hush anyway, but, like... From other material, other Batman stuff, but like, yeah, it was. It's still quite funny.
1: Oh, good. Well, on the topic of um, comics, I've been uh, still monthly. A couple, couple of bonus episodes ago, I said I've been subscribed. I've subscribed to some comics. I'm still reading them, so it's the Amazing Spider-Man run. It's on issues. Uh, I think I got fourteen and fifteen last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's still really interesting. Uh, You still don't know, because the basic premise is Peter Parker and Spider-Man did something unthinkable. And the very first page of issue one is like him in a a crater, like bloodied and bruised. And like, he's just screaming. And then it cuts to six months later and he's lost everything. Like MJ, um, everyone hates all this stuff. Um, So that's still really interesting. He's, uh, well... Anything's really a spoiler, so I won't give it away, but I definitely recommend uh, jumping on that if you get the chance. Um, I've been reading Captain America. I want to say it's Symbol of Truth, though i with Steve Rogers, because there's two. There's Sentinel of Liberty. and No, sorry, mine's Sentinel of Liberty. And then the other one is Captain America, Symbol of Truth, which is Sam Wilson. Um, so that's been really, really good. Um, yeah, I've, they're, they're the kind of two... Uh, comic series that I've been reading through subscription every month, um, but I do want to jump onto some more if I can. I might jump onto the new Deadpool um, run that's just uh, that's just started.
0: I've got some like in a list that like are the ones I want to try and get next. Yeah, to read, and I've got this, so that's like Spider-Man: Life Story by Chips Zdarsky Z- and Mark Bagley. I've yeah, got, i have see that. Read that. Uh, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, obviously by Frank Miller. <laughs> that would be a really good read. And um, then. Daredevil: Born Again by Frank Miller and David Mazzeielli. Yep. Who uh, David Mazzeielli also did um, Year One as well. I think they both worked. I think Year One is Frank Miller and David Mazzeielli.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: then I've got Batman: Dark Victory, which is the sequel to Long Halloween by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Oh, okay. And I also want to read uh, Thor: God of Thunder, uh, Jason Aaron by Jason Aaron, which is like the first couple of volumes. I think are um, Gore the God Butcher.
1: I started reading those on um, the Marvel Unlimited uh, app, uh, a couple of months ago actually. CS mm. um, so yeah, on there.
0: So I heard it talked about on uh, Weekly Planet, and I was just like, you know, that sounds like a really good one. Yeah. What year is it even from? It's not quite. It's not old, old, but no, like 2011. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah. Well at least that that one. Uh, the coll- that collection was from 2012. It's like the one that's on. It's on Amazon. There's a like a. An omnibus of it and it has the first 12 issues.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. So it's like,
0: that's a pretty cool collab- collaboration, grouping of them. Yeah, for sure, yeah, man. I also, because I heard them talked about it recently, I kind of want to try and get those box sets of like the, um, the original Batman live action movies and the original Superman live action movies. Oh, yeah. Cause I'm like, after listening to again Weekly Planet, I'm like, I actually want to, I might actually finally want to see all the Superman films. <laughs> I've seen the first three I think I don't think I saw four Yeah, but If you saw the second one did you see the original version Or did you see the Donna cut <laughs> I think I've seen both Pretty sure I've seen both I, I know remember. I'll get to them at some point just like I've never really I wasn't that interested in Superman as a character before Yeah Now I'm sort of like I'll watch them just, no, I know they're, they're going to be dated And now I know I'm going to maybe not enjoy them as much But like I still like to see them
1: yeah give it a go at least
0: yeah that that was reading right you that was all we read
1: that was all we read
0: cool um so shows i finished watching community last month feels like forever ago now
1: (laughs) very nice very nice
0: but yeah it's a a great show like um it it does have some dips in quality but like the characters remain really consistent and they all grow in like certain ways yeah um but it is really weird to go from watching Community to then watching something else with some of those people in it. So, like, for example, uh, Danny Puddy, who plays um, Abed in Community, also plays a character in uh, Mythic, Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest, yeah. But they're, like, very different kinds of characters. Yes. Um, like, they've even spoke about, like, I think how the character of Abed is maybe is supposed to be autistic. Okay. Sort of. But, like, he's very, like, he's into, like, his, all these pop culture references and everything. He's, yeah. he's my favorite character in that show. Okay. And also, what I didn't know is Danny Puddy actually appears in Captain America: The Winter Soldier, which is my favorite MCU movie. Does he? Yep. He's one of the uh, people. Oh, uh, is he's- he
1: the one when he does the speech?
0: Oh, no, it's before he does the speech. It's like yeah, it's like it's the same room he does the speech in. It's like they're like, oh, something's gone down. He's the guy that gets up. So I'll go check it out, and then he like gets up, and Captain America's there.
1: Yeah, I remember. Or I remember like
0: that. Um. And he's he's also he's also got the same birthday as me, so you know.
1: <laughs> oh nice.
0: But then also like watching um Donald Glover in that and then watching Atlanta. <laughs> it's like It's quite a juxtaposition, like, yeah. Donald Glover's very silly in um community. And he actually I won't say when, but he does leave the show a few seasons in. Yeah. And it's like he I he I actually was reading about it and apparently he was just like he was basically saying he doesn't he wasn't getting anything out of it and he wanted to do more stuff that he will actually get. You that's know, fair. Get like. something out, and obviously that's probably. Obviously, I think he was already doing music at the time and that, but then went on to make Atlanta and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's one of the only people that's not been confirmed for the film as well.
0: Him, um, I think Jillian G- Jake Jillian Jacobs hasn't been confirmed for the film. Yeah, um, and I imagine they won't bring back Chevy Chase. No, he's not. Oh no, his character's yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, but. It's an old show. Um, they're, they're, they have so many great episodes, though, where they do, like, um, homages to other things. Yeah. And, like, parodies of things. Like, I think my favourite episode is when they do a parody of or a homage of, um, to Law & Order. Nice. And I think, I may be wrong, that episode was written by Megan Gans, who writes on Always Sunny Philadelphia now. And she's on the podcast as well.
1: Oh, nice. Because
0: um, that's what she worked. She worked on that show before she worked on Always Sunny. Yeah. But, yeah. And obviously the Russo brothers worked on it as well. Yeah. And I think the writers for, um, for the Spider-Man films, Eric Summers and whatever the other guy's name is, I think they both worked on it as well. Maybe just one of them. I'm not sure. Oh, decent. But I think I remember seeing their names. Yeah. And obviously the show was created by Dan Harmon, who created another show I've been watching, which is Rick and Morty. I fucking love Rick. I need to catch up on season six. Um... The f- they had a break midway through season six. Um, the episode when they came back from the break is probably the best episode of the series so far.
1: See, so yeah, I've seen the first half. I've not seen the second half, season six.
0: Yeah, the first episode when they come back is great. There's some characters that are lit. it's you. You'd have to watch it to really enjoy it. Like it's really good. I think it got me a lot of times. Then again, then the most recent episode I thought was pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, I do need to catch up. I might have to just wait until the second half's on Netflix now. Yeah, Ebbs um, applies. Yeah.
0: How have you watched how was you watching it before? 'Cause I was
1: watching it on Channel Four? Oh um, okay. That's four on demand.
0: I was um, um I've been watching it obviously on my VPN. I say on oh, my VPN through my VPN. I've been watching it on Australian Netflix. Nice. Um anyway. Shows, shows, shows. What else did I watch last month? Um, Nope, that was the month before. Tales of the Jedi, was that last month or was that the month before?
1: That was October.
0: Okay, cool. Um, The Making of She-Hulk, that was October as well, I think? Yeah, I think so. Or is it maybe... It might have been November, actually, because I know I watched Werewolf by Night in November because you talked about it in October. Yes. Um, well, you talked about it in November, but in the October month. Uh, I liked it. It was good. Um, very different But then I The thing think Then I watched um, the Director by Night Which was obviously The main Sort of it's not, it's not really The making of Werewolf by Night it's, Yeah I remember you saying Yeah it's Michael Giacchino's brother Who uh, Anthony Giacchino Yeah um, I think is his name Actually I think Their names also said Giacchino Nice Not, Gia, not, Chi, not Giacchino I think it's Giacchino Um Because that's how They say it in the thing Um but it's yeah, it's yeah directed by Knight. It's made by Anthony Giacchino, G- Giacchino, who is in his own right a very good documentary filmmaker. I think he's Oscar Oscar winning. Yeah, um, yeah, Anthony Giacchino. Uh, sorry, just gonna find out what it is. He he made a documentary called um, a short documentary short called Colette, uh, which was co produced by Oculus and Respawn. Oh, nice! Uh, wait, as part of a documentary gallery for the virtual reality video game Medal of Honor: Above and Beyond. Yeah, I remember that actually being nominated. Um, it that one best short Academy short documentary short at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Um. So he has an Oscar, and yeah, basically, Director by Night is sort of about not necessarily uh, Michael Gicchino's journey to make to getting to that point, but it's like showing like how. In love with film, he was as a child, and like Andy, how he is, how he's, how he is now making films. Right, it's like it, yeah. it's a lot of like. There's the parts that, there's part of the end where he reunites with like his original friends group, and there's like lots of stuff from like his parents as well. Yeah, and it's just one of the, it's very personal because obviously it's made by his brother as well. So, well, yeah, kind of course, you get a very personal feeling from it, and it's. I don't really like documentaries that often, but it's one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> like, okay, shit. Like, I loved it. um, Because it also just made me yearn for that kind of feeling, like filmmaking feeling, like well, being younger. Like, I didn't have that. Yeah. As a youngster, like making fr- films with friends, and it's kind of like, feel like I missed out by not having that.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: So that's probably, that's what I get from it. And I just thought it was really, really good. That's technically not a film. But it is, but it's technically not because it's It's a TV special, so yeah. Um, then I said I, I've been watching Mythic Quests. Uh, I don't think the season's been very good.
1: Oh really? I've not started it.
0: Maybe because I binge watched the first two seasons, but like, I don't know. It's just not very funny. Oh, that's a shame. And I'm just like, eh. I guess I'm just not big. I don't think I, like, I really like a lot of what they're doing with the characters this season I don't know they just don't feel how they felt in previous seasons I don't know I don't, I don't know there's some bits I like but like there's never there's not been an episode that's really stood out to me yeah Um. but yeah and then I also watched the entirety of Simpsons season 33 and I thought that was actually a really really good season
1: yeah I remember when, you saying that to your fair yeah, last week
0: when compared to everything else that's been coming from the Simpsons for a while yeah um, it's,
1: it's good that it's gotten good again
0: we had the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which
1: we both watched. Well, yeah, I didn't know whether to count that as TV or under film. I guess it's TV. It's, TV. it's
0: a special... It's um, Marvel Studios' special presentation.
1: Oh, sweet. Yeah, I've got a TV to talk about then. <laughs> woo um, Yeah, I I mean, I... I just thought it was really wholesome. I just thought it was a lot of fun. It was wholesome. I forget how much I love these characters until I watch it again. And I'm like, oh, God, like, I love Mantis and Drax and... Um, I love the fact that the special focused on them just trying to cheer Peter up.
0: It's it's because when you're away from the Guardians of the Galaxy, you forget about how much you, nobody likes Chris, Chris Pratt anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because
0: um, he's a dick. But um, it was just
1: it was it was just fun. No, like, I think that's the best way to describe it.
0: No, yeah, it was fun. I don't think it was as fun as I was expecting it to be. But they also would have just probably they would have just been like, let's just bash this out quickly while we're making the the film. Yeah, I think and not to say there's no like love or effort put into it. There definitely is, but it does It does just feel like a, a, you know, it doesn't like an overall thing that it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. It's just like a fun.
1: It definitely know, felt thing. like a TV special more than a yeah, and not in a bad way. Not that's not a bad thing at all. But
0: well, if you compare it to the trailer, like it even looked different. You'd be like, yeah, they definitely went cheap with it.
1: Um, but I think I think Mantis was great. I think Drax as always was great. Um I think I think that my favourite scene was probably you know, Mantis and Peter at the end talking well I won't spoil it, but talking. Um
0: Yeah, yeah. right. I didn't think it was I don't think it there wasn't there wasn't there wasn't much to it. But yeah, no. I like I wasn't I wasn't I like them on Earth things. just being like, you know, having fun.
1: Yeah, 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 I really yeah. When they're in the Going bar and they're um, getting drunk and
0: Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting like Sounds massive, like, well, massive, massive things, big spectacle. No, I just, isn't. yeah, I just kind of wanted, I just wanted a fun Christmassy special, and that's exactly that, what
0: it was. I was hoping Kevin Bacon was going to be more fun than he was, but
1: <laughs> yeah, he
0: was kind of just meh. Yeah, that's I'm like, gonna. come on, Kevin Bacon, you have, you seem to have more fun with the fucking EE adverts. Yeah, he
1: does, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he wasn't He wasn't amazing Um
0: But yeah It was yeah. alright it, it was a nice fun. little Just like a nice little Little thing
1: It was just It was just nice To cozy up in bed And put it on And And watch it really Yeah
0: um, And it does like Set some things in place For the next Guardians film Like it doesn't Be like Oh big things are gonna happen It doesn't set up anything But it puts things Into into place Yes Like yes. certain details that are like they're like character details location details specifically with nowhere yep because obviously they don't have to then explain it in the film
1: no nope. um, like anything
0: that's in the special they don't have to explain in the film now like
1: first appearance of Cosmo
0: yeah which they don't have to explain because Cosmo was already on nowhere yep although um, it, does, it it does kind of mention that the collector is alive still I assumed he was dead.
1: Did they? I don't remember
0: that. Yeah, because they bought it from the collector, they say. They said oh, they bought it yeah, from did. the collector. Oh, yeah. He's still alive, which means that Thanos just showed us that he killed him, but then was like, I didn't actually. He's still around here somewhere.
1: No, I just let him have a little walk off.
0: And then even fucking. Yeah, yeah, obviously Cosmo was there, and then obviously there's some other little, 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 little details.
1: Yeah, little nothing, things.
0: Nothing big, really.
1: No. But good fun,
0: nonetheless. Because if it was big, they would have saved it for the film. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, um, it was right. It was fun. Um, and then I also watched uh, T- Trevor Noah's new stand-up special.
1: Okay, how that was
0: that? Was, that was November, I think. It's right. It's right. I like Trevor Noah. He's funny.
1: Yeah, he's just finished doing the Daily Show as well, wasn't he?
0: I think he's he hasn't finished yet, but he's he's because I think they haven't. Released his final episode yet, or something like that. I don't know. They haven't recorded. They might. Have, they probably recorded it, but yeah, he's leaving it because he's like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. He's probably going to go on a world tour. Oh yeah. Um, be like, I'm going to do more comedy things. I want to do something different with my career. I'm going to, and the, the, you know, same with same with James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> How he's leaving his show next year, but nobody wants him back anywhere. Yeah. Because James Corden. He's I wonder
1: software. what he's going to do.
0: Um, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shall we move on to the world films. of film? The world of film? How many films have you... Because I've only... Unfortunately, I've only got three films.
0: 23. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11. Holy shit. 11. Um, well, well one homes, of them. We've both watched. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So that we'll we can leave that to the end.
0: The end, yeah. We'll save worse to last. I'm joking. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so technically I have two.
0: Well, shall I go first so that you're not just getting through yours quickly then?
1: Yeah, do a big chunk and then I'll do my two and then you can do your second chunk.
0: Well, I rewatched the Grand Budapest Hotel for the first time since I saw it in the morning after the Oscars in 2015. Nice. Um, and I still think, I think the same of the film now that I did then. Like, I've got more appreciation for it now because I've grown to really love Wes Anderson. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't really get, like, so much from the film. I've got a good, I've written a good review for it on my letterbox, which I could read, but I didn't realise how long it was. Or just plug plug your letterbox. It's just my name. See, it's it's of J underscore 96, but, um... I don't know. Let's see. Let's see see what I said. (coughs) Clear my throat. So, while I think this film is gorgeous, fun, and deeply thought-provoking, with beautiful set and production design, I find that I still fail to connect with this film, even on the second viewing seven years after my first. I think I found more love this time around purely based on my appreciation for Wes Anderson's filmmaking prowess. The first time I saw this film, it was only the second Wes Anderson film I had seen, so his was a style unfamiliar to me. But now that I revisit this film, having seen all but one of Wes of Anderson's films, Bottle Rocket, I can see a lot of what wait, makes a Wes Anderson film a Wes Anderson film, and I find comfort in the experience in the style. Um, I like this film a lot, I, don't, I just don't think I like this one as much as I like, say, Isle of Dogs, The French Dispatch, Rushmore, or Fantastic Mr Fox. However, I think each one of Anderson's films, while sharing a strong familiarity and similarity, offers a different experience to the one before no two Wes Anderson films can be accused of being the same and each film has something that makes it truly special. Here I find the relationship between Gustav, Ralph Ralph Fiennes and Zero, Tony Revolori to be the strongest aspect of the film along with the set and production designers as I have previously stated. This film affirms my love and appreciation for Anderson as a filmmaker. My only regret is I didn't find that appreciation sooner perhaps then I would have approached my studies differently I think this review shows just what Wes Anderson's films bring out in me
1: <laughs> Nice, I like that
0: like, I wrote that after watching the film, and it's just, like, it's one of the most eloquent reviews I've ever written.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's very well written.
0: <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck is happening to me? <laughs> this is what Wes Anderson does to me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sorry I... for his next film as well. Um, Asteroid City. Oh, Comes out next year. But yeah, I watched it. You got my review there. I read it all out. Um, <laughs> but But then... I watched Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh, what did you watch that on? Specific- uh, Roku, through my VPN.
1: <laughs> oh, fair play.
0: Because it's only on Roku. But if you, if you speak to Weird Al himself, he'll just tell you to torrent it. Yeah. Like, he literally said that. It, well, someone asked him, and like, his reply was just like, I know everyone probably has a torrent of questions about the film. <laughs> like, um, he was very, he was very, he didn't say it outright, but he was basically saying, just steal it.
1: Fair, fair.
0: <laughs> Like he does, he knows it's because it's a jo- it's a joke in itself. Him putting it on Roku, nice. <laughs> like, but it's good. It's a lot. It's fun because it's nothing. It's not Weird Al's story at all, really. But if you know Weird Al, then you, you're gonna appreciate the film because Daniel How? Radcliffe is just he's playing Weird Al, but he's not really. <laughs> like, I what's he R- like?
1: Is he good? Huh. How's how sorry? How's Daniel Radcliffe? Is he good? Daniel Radcliffe
0: it? is great in the role, but the funny thing, funny, there was a review I saw of it, a positive review of the film, that said that Daniel Radcliffe is absolutely not the right casting for Weird Al. But, Damn. No, but that's not a bad thing. It's not. It's intentional.
1: Oh right, okay, I get. The you. film
0: is a parody of biopics.
1: oh fucking. Of course, Weird Al going to do that though. I
0: mean, that's that's. It was never meant to be anything different. Like some of the jokes in the. He's dating Madonna in the film. Wonderful. Pablo Escobar is one of his biggest fans in the film. And my one of my favourite points is the film claims that he wrote Eat It before Michael Jackson wrote Beat It. <laughs> like, there's a whole segment of the film where it's like, oh my god, where Weird Al's like, I don't want to write parodies anymore. I don't want to, I want to write my own music. So he goes and writes Eat It. And he's like, this is amazing. This is the greatest song ever made. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, oh my God, Weird Al, you're not going to like this. Michael Jackson's parodied your song. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, but this song is completely 100% original. And it's like very played up. as like, it's not. But it's, oh, I love it. Like, it's. Oh, that's fucking overall, great. Overall, the film's not amazing, but it's like, it's just like, no, I get what this is doing, and it's it's a lot of fun.
1: Worth a watch.
0: Oh, yeah, certainly. Especially, I mean, if you have any sort of appreciation for Weird Al.
1: We, listen, we have a, um, I think I've told you this before, but we have a like at the room i'm in there's six of us we have like a little spotify plays that we play while we work in mm. um and army's paradise comes up so much
0: good one that's one of his best that's at the end of the film as well i think oh is it really there's somebody who looks like coolio in the audience kind of i think looking annoyed or something like that because coolio famously didn't like the song i think yeah Or because it's, it's one of those things where I used to always get the permission of artists before he par- parodied their music and then there was um Occasions of after he'd already done it, an artist would maybe come out and be like, "Oh, I didn't like that he did this," or an artist would come out, or their studio would come out, their management would come out and say, "This wasn't approved." Yeah, like something with like um, because he did a cover of um a parody of Eminem's "Lose Yourself," but he wasn't allowed to make a music video. Yeah, um, stuff like there's, there's very there's lots of weird things, but there's also like when he made I think it's the video for "Eat It." He uh, Michael Jackson let him use the exact same set. Oh as as they used for Beat It, or it might have been for Fat and Bad. I'm it
1: was fat, one of them. am fat.
0: Yeah, it was it was one of those two songs, but like yeah, he was allowed to but and then it was also one of the things where like one of the members of Nirvana said that once they heard the Weird Al covered their song, they knew they finally made it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when that. he parodied their song. <laughs> But well, that might have been a joke though, but like it's yeah. He's great. I really hope he does he does maybe he know he has said it's harder these days to do it. Yeah. Um and not because he's like, oh comedy's hard these days, because none of his stuff is offensive at all. No. Um but he's just said it's a lot harder now with, with the way music is these days. Yeah. That maybe there's less just like too much. Like there's either too much or there's like too little in variation. Like pop music is very much the same these days.
1: <laughs> I will watch it. I do want to watch that film.
0: You have to watch it illegally, or watch it. Well, you can't watch it on Roku in this country because there's no. You have to have a to watch it on Roku in this country. You even need the Now TV streaming device or a Roku streaming device.
1: I've got the Now TV oh, um, stick.
0: Oh, okay. Is Roku right. is Roku free then? Um, there it is with ads, but like the ads were well placed when I watch it.
1: Oh, okay. I might just do that then.
0: Um, There was, like, no, I wasn't ever, like, there was, they weren't long, but, like, it wasn't, there wasn't ever any any periods of the ads where it's, like, this is going on forever, or this is just suddenly taking me out of the film. They were very well placed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on. (coughs) Moving on. I watched Beverly Hills Cop.
1: I nearly watched that last night. (laughs) It's
0: good. It's fun.
1: Good, I didn't yeah. write a
0: review for it, so I didn't really. I didn't know what to think about it. I just like it was like, yeah, no, you know what, that was alright.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: nothing special, but like I was also like, you know, what? it's good. I liked it. Oh, I haven't been rating any of this stuff. That's okay. No, I'll go back quickly. Grand Budapest Hotel was uh, memorable, I guess. Yep. With uh, our Yankovic, Weird the our Yankovic story is memorable. Uh, Beverly yep. Hills Cop, uh, I'd say just a movie, but not. Okay. That doesn't mean it bad. It's just that yeah, I didn't know what to say about it when I watched it. So I was like, you know, what? yeah, cool. I won't. I don't care about going back and rating the TV stuff right now, but yeah. No, yeah. no that's fine, yeah. Um, Eddie Murphy's a lot of fun in it, but it's Eddie Murphy, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, true.
0: Um, it is one of those films, though, where you watch it and you're like, oh, it'd be great if there were good sequels of this, but apparently the sequels just get progressively worse. <laughs> there's
1: only two sequels, right? Is there for, uh, No, there's only one sequel, or is there two?
0: There's two, I think, and they're making a new one.
1: Yeah, I know they're making a new one.
0: Um... But like I, I think it's like the set. The third one is like nine percent or something like that And Rotten Tomatoes. Oh,
1: Fucking
0: hell! Um, so Beverly Hills Cop Two is forty six percent. Apparently they were like it's just very much a lot of the same kind of stuff. Yeah. And Beverly Hills Cop Three eleven oh, cool. percent. And then yeah, there's no, there's not a fourth one yet. But there's Axel Foley, Be- Be- Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley coming out next year. Yeah. And Kevin Bacon's in it.
1: Kevin Bacon.
0: Are all the, the, the all the main cast are still alive. John Ashton, Judge Reinhold. Yeah, they're still. I mean, I looked. I, I can see they're alive because I just looked it up. But like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I think a character from the first film is coming back as well. Like another character from the first film. Almost. Oh, nice. Who was just like I didn't even think had a big part in the first film, or they came back in another one of them. I don't know. I was looking it up afterwards and been like, I don't think I'll watch the sequels because I got enough out of this one. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Uh how many more? Are do you want to do one? <laughs> yeah,
1: I watched Bullet Train. Um, I brought Ooh. it, brought it, took it home, and we watched it with Maddie and um, Maddie's mom and dad and sister. Um, really good fun. I wrote a, I think I wrote a letterbox review. Mine you won't wrote- be anywhere.
0: You wrote like a paragraph or a sentence.
1: <laughs> I think it was a sentence, you know. Now I'm going to it. Let me find it.
0: I don't remember what it was you said. Probably that it was fun. No, it was
1: a, it was a, sen- it was a sentence. <laughs> I won't read it. Um, <laughs> it's not... Look, it's not the best film ever made. But it is a fun action film with a few good laughs in it. Um, cool characters. I really liked Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Brian Tree Henry together. Uh, Tyree, but yeah, Tyree. Sorry, he's um, not a tree. <laughs> but they,
0: but they look great were great in... together. Aaron Taylor Johnson is the uh the whatever the word is. He's the uh, he's the standout out film. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so I really really enjoyed those two. I think you know, you know you know what you're getting going into it. You know it's just going to be, you know, basically John Wick on a train kind of thing.
0: Except um, more fun. John Wick's more fun. fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's, and if, if you go into it just going, I just want a film about a group of assassins all trying to kill each other on a train. I want to laugh. That's exactly what you get. Um, I, so I, I'd say it's memorable. It's not the best film ever. Um, yeah. But I, did, I had a oh, lot no, of yeah. fun with it. I had a lot of fun it's, with it.
0: It's one of the films I've had the most fun with this year. Um, but... Aaron Taylor-Johnson is the best part of the film for me but like I I think it, like as a whole but like I think one of the best parts of the film like yeah. is the entire Bad Bunny stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, I yeah. love
0: that little cuz he's <laughs> <'Cause you> just, <laughs> you, just... <laughs> you get all this backstory but then it's just like he's just dealt with so quickly. It's just it's just and so e- stupidly as well.
1: <laughs> Everyone that's in it you could tell was having a good time while making it. Um
0: yeah. Was that, a lot of there fun. was
1: no one there that was really half in it. You could just tell they were all just there having fun, and they made a fun film, and I think that comes across quite well. Um, but yeah. But I'd give it. Me- I'd give it memorable.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's definitely what he gets from me.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I have one more before. Yeah.
0: Well, one. Wait, one more, including the last one, or.
1: No, I've got the last one, and okay. I've got one well, more.
0: I'll do a couple more, then you do yours, and then we'll get to the last one. Yeah, sounds good. I watched Enola Holmes 2. I
1: haven't watched that yet. i only seen the first one.
0: The sequel that like was like, it's coming out! And it's like, wait, what? They've already filmed it? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot more Sherlock in this, so Henry Cavill's always a plus.
1: Love Henry Cavill.
0: Um, and Millie Bobby Brown's a, a good lead in pretty much anything she's in, so she's she's fun. Yep. Uh, and overall, yeah, it's a good film. I liked it. I think they're, they're, they're really surprised. Like, I think I liked the first one, but then I watched the second one, I was like, I'm not... I don't think I appreciated the first one enough because these are really good films. <laughs> like, yeah, really I, remember,
1: I remember liking the first one.
0: It really, it's really, it's really solid. Like, and it's also based around a real event. This one as well. Yeah. Um, I won't go too into detail on it because I don't really remember what the event was. <laughs> but like, no, that's fair. they even say it at the end, you know. But but yeah, but yeah, like, and you definitely feel like they're like something's happening in the film, like especially towards the end. You're like, oh, it's making a, not necessarily making a statement, but it's like. Yeah. Anyway, you know. What get, I get no, I get I do get it's, what you mean. Yeah. It's it's really good, really solid film. I really I really enjoyed it. Um, good. Like not one of the best, I'm not going to but I I just had I had fun with it. So I'll give it I'll give it memorable, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um I watched Stuber about
1: Okay. Command
0: yeah. Undy- I told you about this already to be fair.
1: I uh, yeah, I remember.
0: We spoke about it at some point. Um Cause, yeah, no, we spoke about it because specifically that's why we made um, Yanto Jones' uh, Kumar Nanjiani in our, um, <laughs> our Doctor yeah. Who our yeah, sequel, if you haven't listened to that yet.
1: Which was a lot of fun. And I yeah, was I surprised it. on the day. so
0: It's definitely. Please, um, it looks like it's getting more critical reception than the first one. Is <laughs> it actually? I'm talking about um, our little canon that, you know, if it was a real film.
1: Well, yeah, it should do. Because it's better.
0: Yeah, it might make. More. It looks like it's making more money at the box office. It looks like the fans, the, the fan,
1: the fans are a lot. Uh, the fans are really responding well to the doctor. Just kind of thrust into an adventure. I yeah. think.
0: Yeah. As opposed to what we were, we were starting the story. You know, so we were you setting start, it up in the
1: first it's, one. It's oh, sorry, I need to drop my mic. You have to start somewhere, though. You can't just. You can't have the first film thrust into an adventure. You had to set up the world but where the we second get, one we had fun.
0: Yes, but anyway, Stuber. Yeah, is uh, a on Gianni and uh, Dave Batista. Dave Bautista's a cop. Mananjiani is an Uber driver, who also nice. works at a, some sort of department store. Wonderful. Um, and yeah, they get thrust into this adventure together because Dave Batista's recently had a, a surgery on his eyes, so he's not allowed to see.
1: <laughs> Fair play. Um, I mean, it's,
0: it's it's fun. It's a fun like little. I, I think the only, I think the best part about the film is the dynamic. I didn't really care much for the story in that, and it's quite predictable.
1: Okay, but
0: it's it's fun. It's just fun. It's a fun buddy cop story, even though one of them's not a cop. Fair. But that's what the best buddy cops are. It's two people struck together who don't want to be together, and then they learn to love each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're always always the most most fun films, really. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You might want to watch Beverly Hills Cop tonight now. Do it. It's not that long, either. I think I'm going to, yeah.
0: So, I also... Then I watched... um, Speaking of Tasty Dishes, which none of us have spoken about this entire time, I watched The Menu... (laughs)
1: Okay. Did you go to the cinema to see it?
0: No, I watched it on my bum. Um, <laughs> yes, I went to the cinema to watch it.
1: Was it? was it like? I've only seen a bit of a trailer, but I've heard really, really good things.
0: It's really no, it is. It's really good. It's one of the most well-written films I've seen this year.
1: Is it tense though?
0: There is tension to it, but the tension comes in like what's going on. Like okay, but, like things do unfold quite early, and there's a. Li- I think that the tension does. I think. You'd think there'd be more tension ramping up as it gets closer to the end, but I don't think it there is. That what, what much tension kind of in the second half? It is a tense film.
1: I was going to say what kind of what kind of genre would you would you categorize it as?
0: Uh black comedy.
1: Okay. Didn't I think, expect that.
0: It's a I think it's a well no, it's a it's a thriller with comedy. It's very funny, but like not in the way you think.
1: Yeah, 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 but, I get um, what you mean.
0: I actually wrote a good review for this as well. Um so the trailer almost made me expect a little bit more from the film but i thoroughly enjoyed this nonetheless the performances are good specifically ray fines who carries a uh, charismatic friendly yet sinister demeanor nice and i also think that uh nicholas holt is very good as an insufferable know-it-all <laughs> like he's the worst person in the world in this film wonderful but he's great <laughs> like it's so he's he's so fantastic like as the actor is fantastic the character is garbage yeah um Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy is good too. Maybe the role isn't asking too much of her, but she serves the film well as our primary end protagonist. Yeah, She's our, she's our point-of-view kind of character, so there's not right, too okay. much nuance to her. And yeah. Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy is a brilliant actress, but I don't think she's utilised enough. Um, okay. that's, this is just me speaking, that's not in the review. Um, the thing that impressed me most of all about the film was the script. It was very well written, I really enjoyed the dialogue, and there were moments when it was rather funny. But I thought like comedy came in absurd moments. Yeah, I, there was times where I was, we were laughing. Like, not everyone, but like me and my mum were definitely. Okay. Um, I liked it, and then the final part of my review, which is my favourite part of it, is I liked it a lot, but would I eat there? Almost certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, no, it's good. I really liked it. It's one of my... Um, like I think it's one of the best films I've seen this year, but like not in the sense that some of the others are. Like it's up there, but it's not up there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. It's a surprising film.
0: Yeah, it's definitely that. Um, and I just I think the more I thought about it as well, I was just like, you know what? I just had so much fun with it. Good. Like despite it not necessarily being a fun film on the outset. Yeah. But then when I was in it, I was like, you know what? This is good. And the script is great. I think it's very well written.
1: Okay, yeah. I've been meaning. Um, I haven't even seen the trailer for it. To be fair, like I said, I've only heard things about it. So, um,
0: but yeah, uh, there was that, and then I got I got a few more. So you do you do your next one.
1: Um, I watched Enchanted for the first time, um, the Disney film. Maddy well, loves it. it
0: a, you could have made it a good film, Harry. My God, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maddie's love. Maddie's loved it for years, and she's always tried to get me to watch it. And um, we just we were. I think we were Christmas wrapping. And uh, just decided to stick it on. Um, and I just, yeah, it was. I liked it a lot more than I. I, I always thought I was going to be like, no, this is just your typical Disney rom com with a fairy tale twist, and I was just going to be like, no, I'm not going to enjoy this. I actually quite enjoyed it. Amy Adams is fun, Patrick Dempsey's fun, James Marsden's the standout. Um, yeah, a lot of people love it, and now I understand why. It's very much a family film. Um, is by no means the best film ever. It's definitely just a memorable film for me. Um, oh yeah, sorry.
0: I was, I'll give uh, the menu memorable.
1: I probably wouldn't watch it again, unless it was kind of like a stick it on with the family type thing. Um, but I am glad I've finally watched it. Um,
0: oh, sorry. And I'll give Stuber just a movie. <laughs> fair,
1: fair. Um,
0: Did you watch the sequel? Not yet, then. I guess. No, out,
1: Maddie's. Yeah, Maddie's seen the sequel. Apparently, um, it's
0: not as good, or like a lot of people are disappointed with it.
1: Um, yeah, Maddie, I think Maddie said that she, she enjoyed it. She enjoyed it from a story point of view, and she un- she understands why um, people might not be as happy with it as with the first one. But she enjoyed it, but I think her favourite was still the first one out of the two. Um, okay. um,
0: well, so I could bump up the animated films I watched unless she had anything else to say about it.
1: No, no, I'm all good.
0: So I could bump up the animated films I've watched this year. Um, I watched uh, the film Wendell and Wild. Oh, okay, isn't that the is... Key and Peele P- one? Uh, yeah, they play the characters Wendell and Wild in the film. It's um, from the same director of um, A Nightmare Before Christmas, Henry Selick. Oh wow! Which is probably why he was in the uh, having articles about him. You know, specifically, I saw an article that says. Um, the, the, the director of uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas is annoyed that um, Tim Burton gets all the recognition. It's like even the headline title like the, or the shared like tweet of the article couldn't even say the director's name. Nice. Because <laughs> most people don't know who the director of that film is.
1: No, generally I didn't. I always thought it was Tim Burton.
0: No, it's no, it's, it's Henry Selick. Um, and it's stop motion animated. Yeah. This film. Uh, it's alright. I think it has a decent story. Um, but so yeah, the screenplay is by Henry Selick and Jordan Peele. Okay. Um, and then they're they're both yeah Key and Peele are in it. Um, and yeah, it's just I don't know, it was it was decent. It wasn't like amazing, but it was I had fun with it. But yeah, otherwise it was sort of just just a movie. Okay. But animation wise, it's good. I always like stop motion.
1: Love it, stop motion. And,
0: and they always do those things where in the end credits they show you like the stop motion being done yeah like how it all comes together and it is mad <laughs> because of how long it must take to do those
1: oh it's always it's always insane yeah
0: i think my favorite stop motion film is still Kubo and the two strings i think that is that's, stop motion.
1: that's one i've been desperate to watch for a couple of years and i can't find it on anything so i am I'm, I'm gonna have to buy it
0: it used to be on netflix but
1: yeah they took it we'll off see
0: if it's available to rent
1: Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, Amazon Prime just might look, not be a bad... If you just look chart. it up
0: on Google it will tell you where you can watch it. Yeah. Kubo and the two strings. Uh watch now from three forty nine on Amazon Prime Video, Apple T V, four ninety nine on YouTube.
1: Oh yeah, fuck it, I'll just do that. I've been wanting to watch that for fucking ages. Um
0: it's good. I liked it. And it's also isn't it, the same director as Bumblebee.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Travis
0: Knight. Um anyway, yeah, then I rewatched uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Nice. Which we you watched last month. I did. So uh you you, you what did you say about it?
1: I think it's definitely not grown very well in some aspects.
0: <laughs> Again using um, that phrase. You mean aged.
1: <laughs> sorry, aged. Yeah, I said that last month as well. <laughs> yeah. Um but I think if you take away those elements and just look at it from a point of view of an indiana jones adventure it is mm-hmm. a good time it is fun it is fucking batshit in terms of yeah. a, a guy can just rip a guy's heart out um yeah but that's that because they, they both went
0: through divorces remember
1: oh, of course yeah so Ma. my um, review
0: is uh honestly while you watching it i've noticed the temple of doom is a full-on adventure comedy with strong fantastical elements there's so much silliness in it which i think is probably to combat the darker material yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely one of really, the darkest ones. Yeah, it's actually really funny with lots of gags and also subtle humour. Also, Short Round is the best part of the film.
1: Short um, Round and Indy's relationship is is great. I love it, it
0: so much. It's just, also, for how young he was, Kihoi Kwan was fantastic in that film. Yeah, of course and he is. I'm, I'm not just saying that because of like his resurgence this year with Everything Everywhere All at Once, which he's also fantastic in, but he's just genuinely really like a great actor.
1: That and The Goonies, he is... He is absolutely outstanding in the goonies he's so good um and Um, he definitely carries a charisma in this and and that film as well
0: yeah i didn't uh my second part of the review uh, i I can understand the controversy behind the portrayal of the indians and indian culture although i think some of it is blown out of proportion purely for the fantasy elements of the plot i understand why people don't like that part of the film i just don't think anyone can seriously think it's an accurate portrayal of indians yeah i'd agree but the thing, though, the point is, as I saw a review about it actually, where someone was saying maybe the film was too subtle for people to understand it back then. But I think every single aspect of the Indian culture in this film is played as a joke. So you know when yeah. they have that that meal and they're eating bugs and everything. Yeah. Apparently, from Spielberg's perspective, like, or apparently, what they think they were intending with the film is that no, they're doing that intentionally to upset their guests
1: right okay yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. like
0: all of that stuff is overplayed i think overplayed for the sake of comedy because i don't know how anybody could watch that and think oh they're being offensive it's like no they're not
1: no yeah yeah
0: i don't think they are i think that's what it is i think that people were just as 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 maybe harsh it is to say i think people were too dumb to understand it (laughs) as a joke because I I don't enjoy it as much as the other two, which I'll get onto. Because I also watched Last Crusade last month. Um, okay, but I think it's great still. But I just think, yeah, I understand why people maybe maybe I understand why people think it it's bad, like, or think it's not as good as the other two. But I still, it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, growing up, it was always my favourite. Well, it was the one that I remembered the yep. most growing up, and then yep. um, my dad's I think
0: only seen it twice.
1: For. Yeah, my mum and my dad's favourite was always Last Crusade, and then as I got older, my favourite then became Raiders, followed by Last Crusade. Yeah, but so I, I still, true. I still have to watch Last Crusade. I, I was going to watch it. I started watching it a little bit last week, and I got too busy, so I turned it off. Because I want to no, probably, that's... I want to probably sit and actually watch it. But um, I want, I have a feeling that when I watch it this week, hopefully if I can, it might end up being my favourite. But at the moment, it's Raiders. Um. I fucking love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well,
0: that brings me onto my onto the Last Crusade itself, which I think is is my favourite one now. Okay, it's just again, it's a lot of fun. Like Sean Connery is having so much fun in it. Yeah, like he's he, it's mad how much to see like Sean Connery be like, oh, this is I'm just having a really good time. Even though apparently Sean Connery and Harrison Ford didn't really get along. That's a shame. But like, no wonder um, he really killed think... him off in the fourth one. Huh?
1: No wonder they killed him off in the fourth one.
0: But also. He was retiring. Connery, yeah, was retiring because he was like, "I'm doing. None of the films I've done have been good. (laughs) None (laughs) of the films I've done in recent years have been good." Lxg has ruined me (laughs) because he turned down like big things. I think he turned out he was meant to be in like Lord of the Rings.
1: He turned down Gandalf, I think. Yeah. Um, And I started watching Lxg early this year, and I got about twenty minutes in. I was like, "I don't actually think I can sit through this right now." (sighs) Sorry, carry on. Alan Moore said as well. Yeah.
0: But then again, Alan Moore says it about everything. He just fucking hates everything. Work. Yeah, he, he hates everything that's based on his work. I was like, mate, you sold it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they didn't just steal it off you. Like they obviously got the rights. You fucking idiot. But
0: I think it's because people then ask him about it, and it's more like he's not actively going out there and talking about it. People are asking him about it. And he's like, I'm just going to be honest and say, I oh, no, don't care. I really don't give a shit. Like they're all terrible. <laughs> yeah, But so hey, he um... understands what his vision. I guess.
1: Um, I'm, I do need to rewatch the last crusade. I will make it my mission to rewatch it this week.
0: It's it's really good. I think what I also love about it is the intro with, uh, with River Phoenix as a uh, young indie. Yeah, he's so good. Like it's obviously he passed away like not long after it, I believe. No, yeah. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. Wait, last crusade was '89. Yeah, I don't know, but but like um, he's fantastic as a young indie. He's you I, I love the intro that have a film then like how it transitions into him. Older, obviously. In the present. Yeah, 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 film, yeah. I guess. Um, it belongs I in the
1: museum.
0: It, it has the best uh, villains, obviously, for any Indiana Jones film, which is the Nazis.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: Like, um, um, yeah, but it's really, it's really, it's a really fun film. Like the action scene, the action sequence with the tank, it feels like it goes forever. But it's also when you think about it, it's like it's really well done. Yeah. Or um, well, maybe
1: I'll, I might try and persuade Maddie's dad to watch it tonight.
0: It has also made me because I know there's a lot of like not like nece- not necessarily last crusade elements but there's like last a last crusade feeling to it like it made me want to replay uncharted 3. Yeah. But also yeah. because that's the next one in my in my playthrough with Kyle which we just haven't got to starting it yet.
1: Yeah, I can I can definitely see the resemblance between them.
0: I remember and I mean I know it ends similar because it ends with them on horses and on uh, uncharted 3.
1: Oh, yeah, it does.
0: Riding into the sunset. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then the last film I watched before, the one we're going to talk about, is uh, it's an animated... Well, it's not... I don't know if it's technically... It was meant to be a series, and technically they just turned the first season into, like... It's classed as a special, but I'm classing it as a film, because I've okay. seen it classed as a film, and I think I think even um, Netflix classes it as a film, but I watched Enter Galactic, which is... Oh, I think I've
1: put that on my have i put that on my list
0: which is it's literally it was made to go along with um an album also called intergalactic by kid coody okay like it's his it's his film it's his album like he's made an album and so he's made the film um to go with it he plays i think he plays the main character
1: is it is it i might have seen a clip of it of the of a guy like on a on a, it's an animated film of of a man on a kind of riding a bike with like noodles in his hand. His ex stops him from like a,
0: yeah, that's like, that's part of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what it's on my list. I've not had a chance to watch it yet, but I have put it on my list.
0: It's decent. Like it's very because even though it's animated, it's it's funny because this is like what a lot of people want to see more in the, in animation as well. It's like it's very kind of, um, you definitely get the feeling it is based on a series and also based on an album because music's going on throughout. Yeah, a lot of the time, um, but. It's, it's it's very adult for what it is. Okay. I say very adult. There's literally like it's you don't see anything explicit, but there's literally like a sex scene. So fair. <laughs> but like, fair. and it's also got like similar animation style to like Into the Spider Verse.
1: I was gonna say the thing that stood out to me was the animation style.
0: Yeah, um, and it's, it's it's nice, but I um I don't think it's incredible. I just I had I had, I did have a good time watching it though. Oh, good. It's got a good cast as well. You got. Scott Muscoody, who is Kid Coody. Um yep. An actress called Jessica Williams. I'm not sure what she's from, though. Oh, she's in Fantastic Beast films.
1: Oh, well all three of them?
0: Uh, I don't know, but she plays a character called Lally Hicks.
1: Oh, yeah, she's, in the th- she's great. Really, really okay. good in the third one.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Timothy Chalamet plays a character.
1: Oh, shit, fair. Uh,
0: an actor called Tyrone Griffin Jr. I'm not sure who he is. I think he's a, he's a rapper. Um, Laura Harrier, who was obviously in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens,
1: damn.
0: Jaden Smith, <laughs> briefly. Macaulay Culkin, nice. Luis Guzman plays nice. a mover in the beginning. <laughs> it's not in it all the way, but yeah, um, it's alright. Um, I didn't know. I I wanted to watch it because I was like, I like to look at the animation and that, and it's just a yeah, it's just a a romance story.
1: Well well one that's good good um two there was before 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 we leave you there was one film that we watched where we actually got together in person get to
0: say what what my rating was harry oh know. sorry
1: no sorry say your rating apologies
0: no now i don't want to um oh, yeah, I, I, can't remember. I don't think i think memorable but then also was that i didn't do it indiana jones and the last crusade uh, i think i'd say best movie ever
1: yeah damn right and
0: for temple of doom i say memorable
1: yeah, yeah. I think that's. F- I think I'd say the same actually. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, like I said, last you said I need to rewatch this week, so I can't definitively say it yet. But
0: yeah, but then um, we, yeah, we also watched la- one last film last month. I'm gonna get there before Harry does. Um,
1: <laughs> you we actually, we actually th- finally we actually got to w- sitting together.
0: Shut up. What? Who?
1: We got to be. To- we got to be together in person.
0: Yeah, we watched the film together in person in the BFI IMAX, the biggest screen in the country, um, biggest IMAX screen in the country. Yep um you should go there too because it's good it's good cinema it's very good. Um, make very sure very you watch a, like an actual film made for IMAX there though like like
1: if you're going to go see avatar and you get the chance to watch it there as opposed to a normal cinema go no, to that the BFI be
0: yeah that would be nah, that would be a good experience but i mean like when the next christopher nolan film comes out go there
1: oh 100% <laughs> that's where i'm seeing Oppenheimer for sure
0: if if you're able to get to that cinema in london, in waterloo in london um, um that's that's that Go see that film there because that will be the one that will absolutely blow you away. Most probably, I don't know. Oh, I don't yes. know what the film is going to be yet. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we know it's Oppenheimer, but like, what's it? It can't be like it's not going to be like previous Nolan films, probably. I can't imagine there is going to be loads of action in it unless there is actually some World War Two stuff happening.
1: Yeah, I am very very excited to see what it's going to contain. Yeah, it's very um, confusing,
0: isn't it? Because it's about Oppenheimer, but it's like so he's not going to be like running through the trenches or anything like that or flying a plane, I imagine, but he might. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he did des- he did, did design the atomic bomb. But yeah. But um anyway, we watched not something not not anything to do with t- atomic bombs. We watched no. um Black Panther or Wakanda Forever together. We
1: sure did, yeah. Me me, Connor and Maddie, we all met up in London and well, me and Maddie came together, but I didn't just meet you. Oh, see you later, Babe, we'll see you in London. But um, we all, we met Connor in London and we had a bit of a day out, got some got some food, and went to go see it. And um, yeah, I think I think we have. Well, I don't know your opinion since watching the film. Um, I think your opinion might not be as high. Maybe I'm not sure. No, but, it's definitely
0: um, not as high as yours. But I do think it's it's a good film.
1: Yeah, I think I think I think it's a very very good film. I think it does go on a little bit too long for me personally. Definitely, it's definitely um, too long. <laughs> I think. Okay, well, I think the way they handled Chadwick Boseman to T'Challa um, and his his death and how it influences all the characters, I think is really really well done. I think this film is definitely about grief and how one tackles grief with a superhero yep. film thrown into that. I mean, and yeah, I think
0: that's definitely what it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think all the elements that tackle grief are handled very delicately, respectfully. And very well. I think the fact the superhero film is thrown into that. I think the superhero film. I don't know a way to say this without it sounding. I don't mean to say it's bad at all. But like I think the superhero film suffers a little bit. Because of it. Because
0: well, here's something I will say. Which I don't know if you feel this as well a little bit maybe. I just thought about it actually. Is You don't necessarily get the sense of it being. Like a superhero film. Like for example when you say a superhero film. For some reason the first thing that comes to my head. Is sort of like Spider-Man, Superman. yeah in this film you don't actually get them we're not just you know we're not just you know saving the little guy they're very much the issues in this film i mean that's what we've got to this point in superhero movies which is that the the issues and like the plot usually revolves around something really personal
1: yes yeah i think i didn't oh yeah i don't really know i guess when i say superhero film i mean i mean the genre kind of thing
0: for example the Black Panther as a hero isn't the kind of person who's like roaming the streets of Wakanda at night to, no, to, yeah, to save yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. It's more like, oh, I'll step up when needed for something kind of thing.
1: But yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess what I mean is more from like a genre point of view. Yeah, no,
0: obviously. Um, yeah, it was just something I should have thought I had, and I just thought no, it was no, I agree, hundred percent.
1: But um, yeah, I think I think Natisha Wright is an absolute. No matter what, you, whatever you think, I don't, I don't, no offense, I don't well, really yeah, care
0: she's um you know she's tried to put that behind her and all that exactly well, so. and i
1: think she for me i think she absolutely steals this film alongside angela bassett yeah she's um, very good um i think there I, yeah i just i really enjoyed it but i think the biggest the biggest factor or, or not negative but my biggest kind of improvement would be the length of it i think it's far too long i um, well, i
0: I think, yeah, Letitia, Letitia Wright's great. Uh, Angela Bassett's great. There's so much emotion in the film, so you get a lot of that coming through, and I think they've got some really good actors to put that across as well. Mm. Like, specifically, Letitia Wright, Denai uh Oh, yeah, she's fucking fantastic in this. And why is Angela Bassett so far down in the list of cast? Um, um, and then, yeah, Angela Winston Bassett, they're Duke. like... W- what? Winston Jig. M'Baku's very underutilised in this film. Like, I, didn't, I don't think he was used well in this film at all, because he doesn't really do anything
1: he's definitely he's definitely the kind of he's used as the breather for the for the heavier scenes yeah, i think yeah which
0: i which i don't feel i like, cuz we don't see him doing any real warrior stuff like as he's described as a powerful warrior like we do get it like in the a- big action sequence towards the end
1: yeah apart from that you don't really see a lot of him
0: no which i feel like he is uh, he is genuinely just underused in this film and i feel like there's other things you could maybe cut to 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 uh put more like give him more to do. For example, um I think the Martin Freeman stuff could be entirely cut out of the film. Oh you don't need
1: you don't need any of that. Yeah. Like, that's that should
0: go. Like yeah that he actively does something that helps move the plot along but just writes something different. Yeah. He's not needed. I think you feel, I feel like you just put him in the cast but probably because he signed a contract that had longer more films. <laughs> yeah, I that think that was a weird way to say that, but you know what I mean? No I get like, I
1: get you. I think don't get me wrong Markham's um, a great actor, I mean, it, this character works in the first film. You can completely take him out of this one. You don't need him. What's the what's what's really yeah. the point of how, apart from you could have one scene of of him telling Shuri and Okoye about where they need to go. Let I think
0: it. I absolutely think that their scene that he's in with the other character that he's with, um, it's entirely there to just set up more stuff it's entirely there to be like, this is more about what's coming up.
1: Yeah. 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 Because I like agree. we don't
0: even know what, where, where does he even end up in the end of the film? Is he just, he's, he's arrested. In,
1: he gets um
0: Okoye saves him and you don't know where they go. Oh yeah. No, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Well, apparently I don't, there was a rumor. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to add any credence to any rumors. I see unless it's an official source, but like one they because they're apparently doing a Wakanda series for um, Disney plus. Yeah. There is a rumor they might be doing something based around the first Black Panther.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I saw that. I don't. Know. Again, I don't want to add any credence to a rumor that I've only just seen somewhere. But I saw something, and it's just one of those things where I thought that would actually be really interesting because the because the setting wouldn't be like highly technological. It would be like oh, we're you know an African nation that just got hit by a meteorite. Right? Yeah. Okay. Like, and I feel like that would be an interesting thing to see in the future. Yeah. No, I think it would um, work. Uh, uh, I think Dominique Fawn is really fun. Fun as Riri Williams.
1: Oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and I'm really excited for Iron Heart.
1: Yeah, as I a series. Think, I think that'll be a lot. And now I've seen her in the role in this film. I think she's going to be. I think she's going to be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, and I'm excited for a series as well. I'm
0: also. I'm also glad that the rumors are that like her villain's going to be like the Hood, and that like, um, wasn't there like a rumor that Mephisto might show up in it?
1: Oh, yeah, I've
0: heard that. Sasha Baron Cohen, right? Yeah, which is like... I'm glad they're not doing... Oh, her villain is just someone else with another Iron Man suit. Yeah. And I did like the suit, but we didn't see it enough in the film, I don't think.
1: I don't... Yeah, I don't think the design of the suit's amazing, personally. It's... it's,
0: It is, like... It's quite... I don't know. I like it because I like some of... I can't explain it, but there's, like, reasons why I like it. I think it's very different from an Iron Man suit, so... Yeah, no, that's And fair. there are design features that are very similar to the ones in the comics, obviously, because they they're have kind of going to do that. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to... I mean, it, it'll definitely... There'll be different versions. Yeah, exactly.
0: Also, I mean, I, I don't know if it was. Be, I don't know if it will be a... It wouldn't be a spoiler to say... No, it wouldn't. So you know the car she has that she's given back at the end? Oh, yeah. 100% her suit's going to be in that car. Oh, yeah, without... Right? I don't even... That's... Because that's in the, the comics.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I wouldn't even bat an eyelid. Like, a hundred percent.
0: Like she's like, I'm gonna take the suit back, but you get your car. <laughs> um. Here, we've got your car back. We fished out of the river.
1: Oh yeah, my I god! Thanks. I don't. Got I my don't car doubt back. it for. I don't doubt it for a second.
0: Yeah. Um. um Tenup as Nemo. Namor. He's great. He's fantastic. He's absolutely great. Kukukan. Um, whichever name you want to give him. And I love how they, the way they've changed this character, like, because I know, I don't know a lot about him in the comics, but I know he's just really, like, kind of, goof, kind of goofy. Yeah. Um, he's a, he's definitely a threat kind of in this. But, like, I like the way they they changed it up, this character as well, and, like, um, basically the way they have changed him up to, like, give him, like, his the backstory, the culture and everything like that to attach him to a, a real-life kind of civilization. And, you know what I mean? As yeah, opposed to just being, I mean, I'm just an underwater fish man from Atlantis.
1: <laughs> I'm fish boy.
0: Which is just what Aquaman is. They've actually done something more valuable with his character and also that leads into one of these big plot points of the film, or big points of the film, is that it's about colonialism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, um, It's doing something more than just being like... It's obviously, the film is primarily about grief and how people deal with grief and how it affects everyone. But it's doing a lot more of that in terms of the colonialism stuff as well. Well, here's a
1: question for you then. If, what? Because obviously we've got varied opinions on the film.
0: Um, well, what? I haven't... I don't think I've even said more of what I... I think, like, some of the negatives, I think the underwater stuff doesn't look very good. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good design stuff there that we just don't get to see, and we spend a lot of time of um, Shiri being led through the underwater city of uh, Talacan. Yeah and it's like we can't really see this properly and this is again taking up a lot of time.
1: Yeah, it's a big chunk of that film.
0: Yeah, um I don't I didn't think the action sequences at the end were great in the way they were f- like shot framed I mean obviously shot is very subjective to say when most of it's CGI but um I don't know there was too many like hard cuts and edits and stuff like that and it was very messy.
1: I I thought the final battle with sure Sh- with
0: I think yeah Shuri versus uh, Namor was very good. Wasn't. Yeah. I feel that was I think that was decent I don't think it was Again the best Again the way it was shot I saw someone actually Complain about it Being like saying It feels like Everything was shot Really close for some reason Yeah I'd agree with Like that. It wasn't like There wasn't like I don't know It was just felt like It wasn't shot In the most Um Entertaining way I guess I don't know what, I don't know What the word is I'm looking for It just wasn't Yeah I don't know but I agreed with when I saw that. But um, yeah, otherwise I feel like there was a lot of characters in this, in the characters in this film that I had to deal with. I think everyone was great, like in terms of acting.
1: Yeah, I just think it's a little overstuffed, and it it mm-hmm. could be it could be a fair bit shorter. Yeah,
0: we'll um, um, we are going to be uh, doing a, an MCU Phase Four recap at some point, so you'll find out more about our placement of it amongst the other films. So right now we won't say anything about where we compare it. But what we um, can say is what would you rate it? I guess I'd have to give it memorable because I don't think it's best movie ever.
1: Yeah, I've been debating those two and I think you know what, if it was purely if... a film about the grief these characters are going through and how they deal with it, I would give it a best movie ever. But I think I think the other stuff makes it too overstuffed and kind of detracts from it a little bit, so I think yeah, I think it's memorable like... as well.
0: I haven't seen it again, but it's also a matter of like initially after seeing it, I was just like, I don't think I want to see it again because of how long it is. Like, I'd have to go and sit in the cinema again for that long, and I'm not really up for that at the moment, especially to see a film I've already seen. Yeah. Um, and I feel like yeah, the length and how overstuffed it is does let it down a bit. There is so much good stuff in this film though that I do oh, why I want stuff. to see it again.
1: Yeah, actually, <coughs> amazing stuff. But um, yeah, I'd give it memorable as well.
0: Um, and also there was um something i said to harry actually between the recordings of our spider-man episodes mm. um, about a plot hole in this film well not necessarily a plot hole but something that makes you really start to overthink it and you're like what 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 how how um and it is uh, i'm gonna because this, this isn't a spoiler because obviously right at the beginning of the film we find out that chadwick boseman is dying because yeah. he died in real life um and it brings about the question of Why does Wakanda react the way it does When technically he was gone for five years Between Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame They already went through this When half of their people Were taken away from them Yeah So it's like who was the Black Panther in that time Who, came up, who was the king Who was the queen Whoever, who, who was leading the country in that period And obviously the film doesn't address that At all um, then and it, it, it's but it, it, so it is a matter of just like this was a big deal, a big thing that happened in the universe, and they're ju- it's just not addressed at all. And it, when you think about it, it doesn't take. Here's the thing: it doesn't take away from the film in not being addressed. Like, because yeah. if it's not there, it's not there. It doesn't matter. But when you think about it, you're like, oh wait, yeah, this is. If this fits in with the rest of the story, why isn't it play a part?
1: Yeah, no, it does make sense. It does.
0: And I can't um, think, I know there are stuff that hasn't addressed the, the blip, as it's now called. Yeah. Um, Like, there is, so, like, what, is there a, has it been addressed, basically, in every single film, mm. in a way? I mean, kind of, not in Doctor Strange itself, but in Spider-Man No Way Home, obviously, it's like, I'm not the source of Supreme anymore because I was blipped away, so Wong took it.
1: Yeah, but technically that's still not being addressed in Doctor Strange, so it wouldn't be addressed. So not Doctor Strange. Was it addressed? Is there no
0: way it was addressed? Oh, um, no. Is there not a way it was addressed in Doctor Strange? Not that I remember. Does it? Does his friend, his friend, his old colleague oh, address no, it, it? Is yeah. He's like yeah. Because yeah. he looks like he he's lost everything, like even his cat or something. Something like that. He mentions about his cat dying. I think. Yeah. I think this might be one of the
1: only things that hasn't addressed it. Werewolf um, by
0: Night doesn't address it. No, but that's also set so far out of we don't even know where that is in continuity in the timeline. Yeah, that could take place before the events of it. We have no idea. Um, um, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that more in phase in our phase four recap that's as well. We can a phase try and, four. we can be like, okay, that could be one of the things that we um, when we talk about the fil- each film and series, we can be like, does it address the blip? <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Yes idea. or no? <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, you will get that episode. That
0: it will be. I that's, think so. Say that's,
1: that's like our last regular season three episode.
0: Of that episode, well, yeah, will be coming out in new year, in new year technically. Um, yeah. will um, be a week off be... Spider Man
1: three. Yeah, because there'll be a couple of special episodes after that
0: before, before, there'll be... before. There'll be the next one of these bonus episodes recapping December. Yep. And then they will and they'll also I'm not sure around which about around the same time we'll be also doing our best and worst things and stuffs that we watched of 2022 and that won't be everything that'll be just 2022's related yes. stuff
1: and then um yeah then that'll be the end of end of season three at least at the moment
0: um, well i mean we're not going to continue season three it'll be the end of season three until season four
1: <laughs> yeah sorry no it'll be the end of season three little break season
0: four um we're so, yeah. still figuring things out for season four, which again, we'll, we've already said it. We'll update you when we get there. Yeah, like we said,
1: you need to, you just you literally just need to keep an eye on all the socials as well. And when you know, know, we,
0: when we completely figure it out, we'll update you. Yeah, um, but then is that that's everything? I suppose um, I think he is. Yeah, I think we it's talked about everything. Black Panther. We both gave our ratings. We both said memorable. I assume
1: we did. Cool. Um, but look. We would love to hear your opinions So please get in touch We are Two Smoking Microphones On all elements of social media That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter That is TikTok um, We also have an email address Microphones Pod at gmail.com. So please get in touch Let us know what you think About any films we've spoke about What have you watched this month What have you listened to um, We'd love to hear your opinions Is there anything you want to hear us talk about On season 4 of the podcast Like any topics in particular you'd like to hear um, Please get in touch and let us know um we also have personal twitter accounts so connor's is connor jordan underscore 96 there you will find his link tree and all the links to his his blog so he does album reviews and film reviews um, and he has a twitch channel you can also find me at harry young Edits on twitter as well there you'll find the link tree to my blog the review lab that's taken a bit of a break to new year um and the review lab podcast most recent episode of which connor was on um so yeah um, find all those and all those links and kind of all that kind of stuff.
0: There. It's um, It's kinda of mad. It's, I don't think it's gonna pass it now, but Black Panther will kind of forever have still made less money than Thor Love and Thunder
1: Yeah, I do find that kind of insane.
0: And it's not gonna I I don't think it's gonna pass it now because obviously I mean unless it made twenty million this weekend, but I heard this has been quite a low weekend for America.
1: Yeah, it's been the lo- it's been like the second lowest weekend. Box the
0: office year. Um, um, um but, that's probably, but then it, uh, next weekend it's not going to do anything because Avatar's out yeah
1: no no Avatar will take everything next weekend
0: and also it's qu- quite mad because it's still it's been in cinemas all year Top Gun Maverick is at 1.4 billion dollars yeah that's fucking silly I mean it's it's people love it especially seeing it in IMAX I wish I saw it in IMAX <laughs> Yeah. just for the sound design alone um, I, need, I need to rewatch that at some point Top Gun Maverick
1: Well, you can find out Colin's opinions on where it came this year in Top Gear Maverick, in the best and worst of 2022 next year.
0: Yeah, I'm looking Um, forward to doing that.
1: I I am as well. Got plenty of things.
0: I've got 23 days. No, I haven't. (laughs) I was looking at the wrong date. Uh, 20 days to watch everything else that I want to watch that was released this year.
1: That's why I've made that list that I was telling you about, um, so I can. But
0: not everything in that list was released this year. No, but. Yeah, the I stuff I want from this year, but yeah, yeah, I've got a list of stuff still to watch this year. Stuff that's like, I've got, I put like a rote thing next to it, being like, I can watch this or I don't have to kind of things. But like, the two things I want to absolutely, well, three things actually, that I absolutely want to rewatch before the end of the year or watch before the end of the year are R. Yep. however you fucking say that name, which is the Indian film, um, All Quiet on the Western Front, yep, and Pinocchio Guillermo de Torres Pinocchio, specifically, yeah. not the fucking yeah, yeah. new one that came out from Disney. Yeah, yeah, I would also see that one as well. And I've never even seen the original Pinocchio animated one, so, you know, this will be it's fun. Good. It's good. Um, the thing is, Connor, I feel like there's one thing that we're kind of
1: forgetting as well, because there's...
0: Well, there's well yeah, yeah, we're just... It's already something we're forgetting. We're just about to come to the end of the episode. We were still talking. No, I know, but... Harry's so impatient, isn't he, guys? Yeah, f- I f- know, f- right? You. Do you know what? Hey. This time I'm going to say, everybody except Harry, enjoy your scones.
1: That's rude.
0: What if I want some scones? Connor?